Welcome to NSCA's Coaching Podcast, episode 58. Right? There's two types of experience. There's expensive experience when you make mistakes on your own and you, and you waste money. Then there's inexpensive experience by listening to podcasts like this and saying, hey, that, that was a good point about hiring the right people. And how do you go about hiring the right people? What's your interview process? This is the NSCA's Coaching Podcast, where we talk to strength and conditioning coaches about what you really need to know, but probably didn't learn in school. There's strength and conditioning, and then there's everything else. Welcome to the NSCA Coaching Podcast. I'm Scott Caulfield. Very excited today with me, my guest, Bill Parisi, founder and CEO of the Parisi Speed School. Bill, welcome to the show. Thank you, Scott. Thanks for having me. And we are here at the NFL Combine. We are at the Pro Football Strength and Conditioning Coaches event. There's a trade show. There was an educational event yesterday. Um, I guess first and foremost, I'm sure most of our listeners have heard of the Parisi Speed School, but tell us a little bit that you know about what you do. Uh, you know, in your current role as CEO and founder. Yeah, well, it's been an incredible journey over the last uh, 28 years in this industry and, and owning and operating a business. But currently, right now, I'm I'm really in charge of. Uh, um, defining and, and validating the science and constantly, you know, researching and, and recently just wrote a book on fascia training and this newly discovered sensory organ and its implications on, on training and, and their outcomes to, to training. And it was great to present to the NFL strength coaches on, on that topic. But yeah, the role right now is really focusing on the uh, information. And at the same time, I do oversee our locations in terms of uh, uh, supporting them in any, in any way I can. That's awesome. Yeah, the, the fascia stuff is amazing. And that's a, that could be a whole nother episode that might have to happen in the future. Um, yeah. you, uh, you've been an NSCA member since 1988. You've been CSCS since 1990, you know, close to 30 years, over 30 years as a member. Uh, you started your business out of the back of a van, sports performance stuff. I mean, yeah. talk about that because for people that haven't heard that story, it's just awesome. Yeah, I, I can't stress enough all the kids in college to, to engage fully with uh, the NSCA. I did as an undergraduate student, as a sophomore, and uh, started going to conferences and just, you know, still in school, took my CSCS actually right after I graduated. And it was the foundation. It helped me lay down the foundation for my education. And from there, uh, you know, as an All-American track athlete, I competed in the javelin throw. And that was helpful because the javelin involves a lot of uh, uh, different uh, training regimes to be successful, strength training, speed training, plyo training, you know, med ball training, all these things. And that's why it's used in a lot of biomechanics books. The javelin's a right. example for a lot of uh, educational uh, uh, principles. So during college, I went to Finland to study and learn from some of the best athletes in the world. I was a very aggressive alpha uh, individual to really attack information. So I put a fundraiser together, go to Finland to train there for a summer and learned a lot of great things. And then came back, um, went on to the Olympic trials in the JAV. I competed a little bit in Europe and then, and then started my business out of a van, you know, based on, you know, information from an SCA and based on my experience, you know, at Finland and back in the 1980s, you got to understand every gym in America was like a planet fitness. Right. It was a sea yeah. of cardio equipment, yeah. a sea of yeah. fixed uh, equipment. There were no functional gyms. And I started to you know, use functional training uh, in 1991 when I started the business. Med ball training, functional training, physio ball training, and uh, you know, started to share that around the country. So that's how it got started. And just little by little, opened up a first studio, 
in 93 and then the second facility a third facility Fairlawn was opened in 2000 and and that's our flagship and then we started selling licenses in 2005 now we've had over a hundred we're in China Saudi Arabia uh, and things have just grown ever since wow that's amazing and so when you came out as an athlete like how did you know you were like I I want to help athletes like this is what this is how do you I mean how do you know because I mean that's obviously been the, the underpinning of your entire business yeah. is training athletes so how has that happen it's interesting how it's come full circle um training as an athlete training as a javelin thrower um like i said before i, I really was dialed into the information i was going to every clinic i could get my hands on as an undergraduate college student right. saving money and going to all the events the national conferences and private clinics and Doing that, you know, in javelin, you need to really train functionally. And I realized not many people were training functionally. And that's what was the seed in the birth of the Parisi Speed School, was this functional total body training. And I never really understood the full science behind the power of functional training and how it really works. But now I do with understanding fashion, connectivity. But that's how it really started was was an, an athlete myself, a javelin, a high level javelin thrower and, and very much in tune with the training. That was the foundation for my education because I was the yeah. ultimate experiment. Right, right, right. That's amazing. And, and so you started the first one in Fairlawn. That's still the flagship. Uh, actually, that was my third facility. That was your third. So okay. my first one was in uh, Wyckoff, New Jersey in okay. 1992. And then um, then we, uh, a second facility in 98. Okay. And these were, the first facility was about 3,000 square feet. Okay. Um, and that was a small training studio. Believe it or not, by 1997, this 3,000 square foot studio was sports performance based did 927,000 in revenue. Wow. In yeah. 1997. In 97, yeah. So, yeah. and I know my colleagues out there like Alan Cosgrove and all these other guys are, are doing some big numbers in their studios, but yeah. I was 1997. Yeah. I did 927. Wow. In 3,000 square feet functional training. Wow. Then in, in uh, 99, I opened up a second facility two miles down the road, a 16,000 square foot facility with sports wow. performance. We got that up to doing $2 million in less than a year and a half. Wow. Then a year later, I opened the third facility, 30,000 square feet, Fairlawn, New Jersey, yeah. in, in late 2000, early 2001. We ramped that up to $3 million in sales by 2003. Wow. So we had something really special, and we actually did a fourth facility in Morristown. Now we're with Atlantic Sports Health. Fourth facility, that's a 7,000 square facility. We're inside their hospital sports medicine okay. building. Yeah. That, that was in 2005 when we did that. And then we started the license right. in 2005. Uh, but that was the genesis. We had four company-owned stores, okay. big boxes, sports performance focused and then decided to to license and i got to tell the audience you know i made a lot of mistakes over those years a lot of business mistakes literally hundreds of thousands millions of dollars of mistakes in terms of just the wrong floor plan or just things that come up right hiring the wrong people uh not having the right agreements in place to, to to run a business but now that's what really gives me the right you know, to, to offer a license or to, yeah, you know, yeah. share the information with people. So you don't have to 
pay for what we call what I went through expensive experience. Yeah. Right. There's yeah. two types of experience. <clears throat> there's expensive experience when you make mistakes on your own and you and you waste money. Then there's inexpensive experience by listening to podcasts like this. Sure. And saying yeah. hey, that that was a good point about right. hiring right. the right people. And how do you go yeah. about hiring the right people? What's your interview process? Right. Should they sign an non-compete agreement? Should they sign an yeah. education reimbursement agreement? Yeah. What is an education reimbursement agreement? <laughs> like it's all these things I learned yeah. over the years. You never would have known that that yeah. what you guys are now promoting to right. help your constituents yeah. improve not only their ability to coach athletes, but their ability to monetize their expertise. Right. And I think that's important. I think as strength coaches, we kind of shy away from that. You're an, you're an expert in this industry. You're a CSCS. Yeah. Well, you should be monetizing that. Yeah. No, I think a lot of times, uh, you know, strength coaches will be like, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not a salesman or I, mean, I don't want to sell anything. And, but at, I mean, at the end of the day, you are whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not. So if you're, if you're, uh, feel that you're not being properly compensated or you don't feel well taken care of, you, you sure as heck should go out and take advantage of the ability to do that. And yeah. that's why we're being pretty cool that we're able to partner with you guys and offer some resources to people that from, you know, your 30 years of experience that you've learned. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's, it's not complicated. It's just hard work. Right. You know, to be successful in this industry, it, it's really not. And it's, it's putting in the time. And, and some of the resources that obviously we're sharing with uh, the NSCA and this, you know, all the CSCSs that want to get out there and, and, and develop new revenue streams for themselves. I mean, we know this industry is limited with jobs. Like there's so many pro jobs, there's so many college right. jobs, high school jobs that are coming, but they're you know not as available, right, as, yeah. as college. So how do you monetize your sports performance expertise? And yeah, we've done a lot of things to help coaches understand how to do that and how to go out and get team training, how to go out and, and develop their skill sets. And, and it's really a, an opportunity for people to to take it to the next level because it really comes down to helping athletes build injury resiliency and helping athletes improve performance to reach their goals and, and giving them a dream, right? Helping right. them accomplish their dreams. So yeah, the, the resources that we've put together, uh, we're excited to share with your constituents. Um, they're relatively simple. And if you're dialed into the content and you have this commitment to excellence and you're not just in the field of strength and conditioning, you're into the field right. of strength and conditioning. Cause there's a big right. difference yeah. in being in it and being into it. If you're into it and you dive into the, uh, NSCA resources that you guys have developed that I use for 30 plus years and the new resources that the Parisi Speed School are contributing, yeah. you know, with the webinar series that we're doing on how to go out and sell team training, yeah. how to go out and, you know, use that expertise, use that CSCS. That's a invaluable distinction right. here at the NFL combine with the NFL strength coaches. You know, they have that distinction, yeah. you know, that's a required distinction here yeah. at the highest level. So we're going to teach your constituents how to leverage that. Yeah. You know, I have this distinction that the NFL strength coaches have, right? You know, that's, right. that's powerful. So yeah. it's, it's knowing how to communicate, uh, your level of expertise and show value, yeah. right? And that right. you have value, but at the same time, not coming across cocky right. or arrogant. Right. So it's a fine line. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really knowing how to deliver that. Yeah. Is there any, uh, maybe one or two things that you can think of like when you were first starting that you really think that these are the two biggest things when I went from that van to like yeah. having my own club. <laughs> Number one, you have to own the information. 
you have to really, if you're going to go out and give a, you know, a speed clinic or an injury resiliency clinic and do an education for coaches and athletes and parents, which I believe is, is the best way to go out and build your brand and yep. go out and uh, build a book of business, you got to own the information. Uh, and it's got to be cutting edge and it's got to be science-based and it's got to be research-based. And, and that's what we've packaged so well because, you know, it, it's a sea of information out there and it's hard to decipher, you know, all the information, right? So that's one of the things, obviously, the collaboration that we're working on with you guys has been so great, streamlining it and putting it in a form that's easy to understand to the, to the audience. That's number one. The second thing is you got to go out and you got to give these, these clinics. You got to give free clinics, educational, injury resilience, speed development clinics based on the needs of the local marketplace, the coaches you have conversations with, and create goodwill. You know, uh, you just, you know, some of the, some of the books I've read over the years, right? Um, one of the classics, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah. You know, uh, Dale Carnegie, I think it's the second most uh, number of books ever sold next to the Bible, right? <laughs> and uh, I read that book in college, yeah. and I never forget. I was reading the book in college. I was in the cold tub reading this book, right? Recovering <laughs> from a workout, and somebody walked past me, and they saw that book. You know, how to win friends and influence people. He like he looked at me. He's like loser. You know, yeah, you know? right, I'm right. like, why? It was I was laughing, right? And. Uh, Unfortunate to say that guy's not doing too well. <laughs> Pass that comment. Um, but the point I'm making is the, the, the summarize that book. Ultimately, if you help enough people get what they want, it kind of works out. You eventually get what you want. So we're a big proponent of get out to the marketplace, give information, share information. People say, oh, but I'm going to go to this clinic and I'm going to give this high school coach all these great ideas. They're not going to hire me. Well, that's okay. Right. Build relationships. Yeah. You know, just help people out. Right. You know? So I had this anatomy professor. Uh, I, I took anatomy and uh, it was a great professor. And it was a hard course. I mean, I'm sure everyone that took anatomy can relate. I don't, I don't think I ever spoke to anybody that took anatomy that says, yeah, man, that was a breeze. Or, that was a blow off course. No, no, no. It was tough. So I had to work my butt off and I think I got a C plus, you know, and I was proud of that. Right. And, and, and that course actually was at the University of Florida when I took that course. So, because I took anatomy and phys postgraduate because my undergraduate's in business. So I, I took, you know, anatomy, phys, yeah. uh, some courses at Florida, and then took some at Montclair. But the point I wanted to make, the anatomy professor at the end, he said to me, you know what, Bill? He says, I know you worked really hard in this course, and I know it was a lot of time. And, you know, you're not going to remember everything you learned in this course. And quite frankly, you might forget most of it. And you might forget almost all of it. But I know you remember the big, the big rocks. But at the end of the day, it's not your understanding of anatomy. You know what it's really about if you want to be successful in your field or in any field for that matter? It really comes down to two things. And if you do these two things, yeah, the anatomy is important, yeah, the science is important, but if you do these two things, you don't have to worry about anything. And those two things are simply develop trust and build relationships. Nice. Develop trust and build relationships. If you do those things, if you build trust, if you go out and you know, you, 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 you know your information, right. you do what you say you're going to do, you do more than what's expected. <laughs> Guys, I started out $50,000 in debt in 1991 out of a $500 <laughs> broken down van living at home. 
in debt, living home with mom and dad, which wasn't really cool. Yeah. You know, I'm 26, 27. <laughs> now it's kind of a little bit more popular, which is all right. And I got door slammed in my face. Yeah. I want to help give a free clinic. This is what I did. So calling up coaches. Uh, what do you do? I'm, I'm going to help you improve team speed. This was 91. They, you can't improve speed. Right, right. You're a charlatan. Yeah. You're just yeah. trying to take money from kids. <laughs> that was the outcome. Yeah. I was getting doors slammed in my face. I kept at it, kept at it, kept at it, giving free clinics. Giving, and then the brand grew, got some results with kids. Right. And coaches talked. And hey, you know, Bill Priest is a good guy. He really wants to help you. And then they have something they're called the law of reciprocity. The law of reciprocity. If you help somebody out with good-natured mindset, you just want to help them out. Yeah. Just, you feel good. Just like we want to help our athletes out. Right. People, they eventually, you know, they feel good paying it back. Right, right. They feel good. They want to help you yeah. out. It's, it's common sense. Yeah. But you know what? Common sense isn't too common. Right. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. Now, one of the first uh, jobs I ever, first training athletes I ever got, I was doing, uh, working a commercial health club in Vermont. I was doing a... Uh, kind of a f example fitness class for a third, uh, third and fourth graders. And one of the guys, one of the parents who was in that room was the Norwich University rugby coach. He came up to me after this little kind of circuit training fitness class I did for the, his daughter who was in the class. And he said, hey, do you think you could do this for a college rugby team? And I was like... Absolutely. I had no idea what rugby was even at that time, but yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, for yeah. sure, you know, but like if I had never been doing that, you know, it never would have happened. There you go. <laughs> um, there you go. It's connections, right? Yeah. It's just, it's network. Your net worth is directly related to your network. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. one of my mentors, Jen Poljastic from River Valley Club always said it's about results and relationships. Yeah. And I mean, we keep going back to that. Um, this professional football strength and conditioning coaches association, uh, event that we're at, You've really, uh, and you know, the, the guys that got these awards last night were thanking you for, you know, spearheading this organization. Um, you know, maybe tell us a little bit about that because, I mean, this, you know, the NFL, these, these strength coaches, uh, you know, for people that don't know, I mean, some of these guys have been in the NFL for 30 years. Yeah. These guys are as professional as professional get, and, and we're not talking about, you know, we're, we're talking about education, certification, learning, continuous learning, being at the pinnacle of the of their career. Um, but they weren't really very good at organizing themselves right. to right. to have an organization where they could get together and come together. And last night was the uh, biggest uh, gathering, yep. the most people ever in attendance from NFL coaches. So, yeah, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Well, we had, cool we had 90 NFL strength coaches in the room. You know, every team was represented. Yeah. Uh, I believe we had 30 head strength coaches in the room with another 60 assistants. It was incredible, along with some sponsors and some other people, over 130. It was incredible. I was uh, approached by uh, Steve Waterson, a gentleman that's been in the league for 34 years. He was 32 years as the head strength coach for the Tennessee Titans. They were the Houston Oilers before that. Right. He had the title of assistant head coach. I think one of the only strength coaches that ever had a title of assistant head coach. Um, he recently retired. He got the uh, Lifetime Achievement Award last night, yeah. Steve Waterson. So Jerry Palmieri, who was with Coach Coughlin, um, with Jacksonville and then with the New York Giants when they had their run, the yeah. two Super Bowls. Uh, Jerry has been in the league over 25 years. They approached me in uh, two, late 2009 
they've had this association or this group, and it wasn't really organized too well for, you know, almost 20 years back in 1990 it started out uh, and then it just wasn't going anywhere and it was just it was maybe 10 15 guys getting together at the combine yeah. you know in a side room just talking and having a good time and just recognizing each other um and they said hey bill would you help us get a little bit more organized you know we appreciate your business expertise your your ability to connect and and network and and, and help grow different businesses or companies this is really not a business just association right i said sure i'll be happy to i mean hang with you guys yeah and, and uh you know share best practices right. so i got my first year was 2010 and uh very slowly we built partnerships uh, obviously built partnerships with uh, nsca it was a huge partnership and uh gatorade you know yeah. came on as a, as a as a partner and you know every year we've grown it ever since and now we went from 15 guys meeting up at the combine has developed into a, a very uh prestigious association you know right. powered by the nsca with really high level advanced education events we were yeah. in las vegas last year yeah. and had a two-day summit yeah. this year at the combine we had our one-day summit educational summit followed by our annual awards banquet where we yeah. recognize the strength coach of the year which is voted upon amongst their peers we recognize uh, the champion award which is the Super Bowl winning uh, head strength coach and then the lifetime achievement award so these are great awards it's kind of like the ESPYs for the NFL right, strength coaches right. the way it's the way it's really set up the dinner the banquet uh, how the evening runs and it's a it's a closed-door event um, obviously to just the strength coaches um, and, and, and the sponsors, obviously, but it, it's been great. And the NSCA has just been a tremendous partner to this and, and, and getting on board. And that's where the whole, when the NSCA got involved, that's when the whole educational component of this was raised to a new level, Yeah, you know, because your, your ability to uh, help get speakers and, and help review the content uh, has just been tremendous. And, you know, it's interesting where you guys are staying cutting edge, you know, you're staying on top of it, you know, you're staying in, you know, in the know. And I think, you know, you have so much great information. The NSC has so much. It's knowing how to decipher through. Right. And one of the great yeah. things about professional football and, and the guys on, on the panel here, on, you know, are involved with this, you know, very closely closed-knit association is that's what we do we cipher through and we right. we find the best and bring them in and then ultimately it's great because then you can share with your constituents right you know right. Uh, uh, in terms of how the content flows down because yeah. these guys are great filters right yeah i mean they're great filters to look at all the different studies all the different information out there and help filter it through okay here's here's some of the real stuff that we're going to apply right yeah. because nsca does so many great studies right. the next step is okay how do we filter the studies right Right. How are we going to actually use it in real life? Yes, yeah. Like exactly. said, Jerry Palmieri, who, uh, you know, retired and is still involved, has yep. been such a great, great asset to this organization and to strength coaches. And he's still, I just saw his name come across my desk. He's speaking at another state or regional NSCA yes. event, you know, yep. and, um, which is super cool. And I mean, you've spoken at national levels and smaller yeah. ones. I mean, again, I think I keep, I, I say that probably people that have listened to me on this show say, heard it before, but you know, that's really what separates the NSCA in my opinion is that, you know, the state and regional involvement and, and your opportunity as, as someone maybe just getting into the profession to get involved at the state and regional level yeah. is, is really what separates the organization. And then of course, being able to be a resource to you throughout your career, yeah. you know, um, that in 
Injury Resiliency Summit that we did with you in March. Uh, awesome. We made that content available yep. to our members. Uh, also, some of your combine training stuff that we've made yep. available. Yep. I mean, if people want to continue to seek that stuff out, they should definitely check out check it out as I'm uh, still available and, and more to come. Right? Yes. Oh, I mean, I think, I think we're only, you know, kind of at the tip of the iceberg here and it's going to be exciting as we kind of move this thing forward and keep it going. Yeah, it's very exciting. I mean, again, what you guys are doing and how you're you're leveraging this relationship in a good way with the NFL strength coaches and and identifying, you know, cutting edge content um, and filtering it through the way you guys do. And, you know, your, your, your journals every month, the scientific uh, study reviews. It's 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 been a huge resource for me, and, and I you know I've I've deciphered through a lot of this stuff, and I've got the privilege to to talk to these these thirty two NFL strength coaches, and and actually the privilege to talk to a lot of the top people around the world. Yeah. You know, I mean, building up the the Parisi brand, I'm, I, I can get access, right? I'm, right. I, I can get access to a lot of high level people and say, you know, explain that study to me. I read right. it. I don't understand it. Can yeah. you? So I can get people on the phone. You know, I right. have a great relationship with Dr. Stuart McGill. I've spoken yeah. to Peter Way yeah. I mean. Some of these guys, you know, uh, Franz Bosch, I've, uh, you know, went to his events and, and, and spent four days with him. So, you know, Dan Path, different guys yeah. are just different, super high level guys that, you know, have enough hardware in right. terms of Olympic right. gold medals, in terms of right. athletes they yeah. train. I'm talking, you know, dozens. Right. right. And just <laughs> aggregating that that information and siphoning through that's and, and you guys do a great job, you know, bringing different people to the table yeah oh, and, and I think uh, you know we were talking about this before we started recording too but you know our our paths have crossed a number of times and uh, actually in 2010 again people who may have listened to the episode with Martin Rooney may remember this but I was able to do a, a three-day mentorship with you and Martin down at the Fairlawn yep. Fair, yep. flagship Parisi uh, December 2010 I actually started uh, my job at NSCA in January 2011 and I mean that three-day mentorship kind of like changed my life it, it yeah. made a lot of things it was super cool you I mean you can talk about it a little bit too and in, in what your guys goal with that was but we had I think eight eight people were there it was the first yeah. one you ever did yeah um, and we talked about a lot of different things besides just training. Yeah, <laughs> it was incredible. You know, I, I, you know, Scott, you came to that mentorship, and one of the things I pride myself on is that you know the Parisi Speed School has been a platform for so many people, right? Yeah. So you get guys like that come through, like uh, Joe DeFranco came in right. as, a, as an intern and right. stayed with us for three or four years. You know, yeah. springboard his career, yeah. right? Martin Rooney was with, with me for you know thirteen years, yeah. you know, and yeah. and you know founded as Training for Warriors. Yeah. It was incubated at the Parisi yeah. Speed School. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the training methodologies were incubated in our laboratory, if you yeah, will. Yeah. And, you know, he broke out on his own back in uh, you know 2013. And uh, it was great to see Ed Gray here. He's a strength coach for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. He came to us, yeah. was with us a number of years. So it's so great. Obviously, you did the uh, the mentorship yeah. program. Now you're, you know, NSCA, you know, yeah. working working at that. So for me, it, it's, it's great to be able to just help people grow. Just right. just like I'm promoting for all the coaches listening, go out and help coaches. Go out and just just do good things. Help yeah. them advance their careers. And again, it, it's all going to work out. Yeah. It really it really does. So all these guys that have been through the system, people say, "Oh yeah, but they, you know, they came in and then they left and 
And that's fine. Right. You know, it's like, right. it is what it is. I'm, yeah. If people want to stay, I got guys with me 20 years. I yeah. got guys like Steve, Leo, John Cirillo. Yeah. These are 20 year guys. They kind of, you know, pitch their tent with us and you know, they opened up their own place. They're part of our network. And, yeah. and now some of them are actually uh, decided to sell to their trainers. Yeah. They opened up Philly. Now they're selling. They're wow. selling Philly. They opened. Yeah. They owned it for seven, eight years. Yeah. They're selling it. Yeah. And they're, they're, they got a teaching job and they're still working. Though. Yeah. Now they're working yeah. for their trainer part time. And now yeah. they're teaching. It's just so great. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. It's so awesome that you just can help people. Right. And, you know, there's a life cycle in this business, guys. Sure. There's a life cycle. People get burned out. You got to, like, manage that. Right. Like, where are you emotionally? This takes a lot of energy, yeah. you know, to be a strength coach and, yeah. and to be a sports performance specialist. It takes a lot of energy owning a place, operating. And it's easy in the beginning. You're fired up. But after two, three, four, five years, yeah. depending on your burn rate, yeah. you know, it's, it's like coaching. Like yeah. to be a coach in the NFL, right. like you got to have a burn. Yeah. And, you know, like you look at guys that have long, great runs. Yeah. Right. You look at like uh Bill Belichick, right? I mean, right. that guy has a burn. Like, I mean, yeah. it just does. His flame doesn't ever go right. out, right. right? Even Tom Coughlin. Yeah. I mean, the guy's seventy, man. That, yeah. These guys have burned. They, yeah. they, they just burn. They, they got it. Right. They got this passion. There's not many people out there like that. No. That have that kind of burn. And yeah. it's the same thing in the sports performance industry. Like, you got to identify yourself. I got a guy, Rich Sadiv, you know, yeah, Rich, right? know Rich. That yeah. dude has a burn. Yeah. I mean, that dude's still deadlifting six, right. 600 right. plus yeah. at 52. And he's in the gym yeah. at four in the morning. Right. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Four, five in the morning to eight, nine at night. Yeah. He loves it. He's yeah. so passionate about his staff. Yeah. I've never met an owner that's more passionate about developing his staff. Yeah. And Rich went through that paradigm shift. He came in as a coach, and yeah. it, it's it's amazing to see how he's grown as a as a power lifter yeah, guy yeah. who worked for UPS, right, right. you know, and came in, kind of went through went through our system, came in and uh, became a coach, a really good coach, and then became the owner of our Fairlawn flagship. Right, right. And he's crushing yeah. it. He's doing in, incredible numbers. It's probably yeah. one of the most successful, if not the most successful, sports performance facilities on the planet. Yeah. It does over a hundred thousand dollars a month in revenue. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, it's yeah. and, and you, th- you, you know, seven yeah. to seventeen years old. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a machine, and and the guy and his team are incredible. Yeah. and and but he has a burn. Right. Right. It's, and yeah. you got to know your life cycle. Yeah. You might have a five-year life in this industry, a ten-year life, fifteen-year life. Or you might be a lifer, like yeah. recidive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's a good point. There's all there's a lot of different avenues uh, that you can take into this. Whether it's you know maybe you're maybe you're the guy that wants to be in the trenches and and you're gonna be coaching like we heard Steve Watterson say until that day when you knew when he knew that he wasn't gonna be able to do it anymore yeah. and he said you know what I'm gonna retire now. Yes. You know. Yes. But then there's other people who transfer more into an athletic administrator or there's people who do who teach classes and coach and and or run the fitness center and coach there's so many areas within this or they get out of coaching ncaa entirely and open their own facility um I think that's the cool thing too about this profession and and as it continues to grow and organizations like this professional football strength coach association and the NSCA continue to 
push the profession forward, it's only going to get better with more opportunities. No doubt. I mean, the, the partnership is huge. And you made a good point about Steve Waterson, 34 years in the league. Yeah. And, you know, he physically, he couldn't do it anymore. He's beat up a little bit physically. I think emotionally it's time. And, you know, for him, it was 34 years. For somebody else, it might be three years. Right. You know, you just got to, you got to have that. You're like, you're like an athlete. Yeah. You got to know when yeah. it's time. Yeah. You know, you got to know when it's time. And I think that's the most important thing because you can't be successful if you're not all in. Right. You got to right. be all in. You can't yeah. just be in it. You got to be into it. We said that yeah. before. Yeah. And you got to be, you got to be all in. And I think that, that would, to me, that's probably should be one of the biggest takeaways. Yeah. You know, the NSCA is all in. Right. You know, you guys right. are all in. You know, right. You're doing everything you can to advance the industry. Yeah. All in. You, you're coming out with new programs. You yeah. do partnerships with professional football. Yeah. You're just, you're not sitting back. Right. You're attacking. Right. And, and that's, it's funny. And that's, that was my presentation to the coaches yesterday yeah. on fascia. Right. Right. It's like this newly discovered organ. We got to attack. We got to yeah. learn. Yeah. Well, what is this? So. Well, and that's a great metaphor for this whole thing. I mean, you're still you know, you're in this point position, you're CEO and you're, you know, executive director of this pro football thing, but here you are going to Denver for five days to, to immerse yourself in a fascial course. Like yeah. you've not decided to just sit around and, and watch the businesses grow. You're right. still trying to learn, well, this is something new and we, people need to know about this. I'm going to go learn it and now continue to push it out. What's amazing is, uh, I'm more involved with content now ever, than I've ever been. Yeah. And people say you've been doing this for almost 30 years. Don't think you know it all. You never know it all. There's more that we don't know than we know. Yeah. And this whole fascia thing, I went to a, a five-day human anatomy dissection course, five days with fresh unembalmed cadavers. Wow. And what's really cool, I learned so much that we're putting together now a special two-day fascia dissection course on on injury resiliency and performance enhancement for the NFL strength coaches. Nice. So we're, we're doing yeah. that eventually to be offered to the performance coach. Yeah. So awesome. we'll, be, we come, we'll be coming out with that soon uh, through the professional football that we'll, we'll make available to NSCA constituents down the road. But the, the guys were so excited about the information yeah. about this this newly discovered organ if you will right. fashion in terms of the force transmission properties right. and whatnot and we'll do it uh, we'll talk another yeah. podcast yeah, on that totally but but <laughs> lots of learning new discoveries happening from a science perspective and uh, yeah. excited to share it that's awesome no this has been super super great episode and if you're new to this podcast and want to learn more about NSCA strength and conditioning certifications you can get all the details at nsca.com slash certification I know people are going to want to reach out to you uh, are you on social media what's the best way to kind of connect with you yeah it's it's really um Believe it or not, I, I need to improve my social media. You know, I, I have enough emails every day. But uh, really through, yeah, it could be through Facebook, um, but really through email, you know, it would be best. You okay. know, uh, it's bparisi at pariseschool.com. Uh, through our website, you know, I get yep. them. Uh, I look through them, and uh, that's that's best. But that, that, that'll be the best. Okay, great. We'll put all that in the show notes as well. And thanks for being on the show. We really appreciate the partnership with you guys and all the stuff we've done and even more so to look forward to in the future. Scott, thank you so much. You've done a great job and how you kind of bridge bridge it all together, right? You know, your relationships with the, all the NFL strength coaches and, and all the coaches in, in college and high school and, and, the, and the sports performance specialists. You're a great guy. You're, you're knowledgeable and, and you really tie it together really nicely. And I appreciate the 
opportunity and all you do for the industry. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you to, to the listeners. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, we couldn't do this without you. So keep listening, keep downloading, uh, you know, sign up, subscribe, write us a review and big thanks to our sponsor of the podcast, Sornex Exercise Equipment. We truly appreciate their support as well. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. This was the NSCA's Coaching Podcast. The National Strength and Conditioning Association was founded in 1978 by strength and conditioning coaches to share information, resources, and help advance the profession. Serving coaches for over 40 years, the NSCA is the trusted source for strength and conditioning professionals. Be sure to join us next time.